Welcome to Fit Mind Fit Body, the podcast where we dive into the synergy between running, mindfulness, and living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Michelle Frost, coming to you with an energy pack series that's as nuts as it is inspiring. We're about to embark on a journey with some incredible individuals who've taken up the Gone Nuts 101 challenge. In fact, I think I've heard it's 103 kilometers. And that's right, it's 103 kilometers of Tasmania's breathtaking trails that will test the limits of their bodies and their minds. In this series, you'll be meeting a few of the brave souls taking on this epic adventure. We'll check in with them monthly, getting the lowdown on all their training, the ups and the downs, and all of the in-betweens. And of course, we'll wrap it all up with a post-race celebration episode, where we'll hear all the war stories and the triumphs from the finish line. So lace up your sneakers and pop in your earbuds. And let's get ready to go nuts. In this episode, we're learning a little more about Kelly Selby and why she's taking on the Gone Nuts Challenge. I am so excited to introduce you to yet another person who has bravely put their hand up and decided to join join us on this Gone Nuts adventure. So Kelly Selby, welcome. Thank you, Michelle. I'm very excited to talk to you. Um, tell me, where do you live? Let's start with that. Simple. Uh, live in Devonport. Excellent. Actually, it's amazing how many people who go in this race that I'm talking to anyway live up there on the coast. It's, it's quite it, a It's good though, isn't it? Yeah. Quite a community. It seems to be quite a community, like supported by the community, not just that we're allowed to run on private land and that sort of thing, but also um, locals who are running it, which is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you always lived in Devonport? Tell me a bit about your your childhood. Where did you grow up? Uh, grew up in Penguin. Okay. Um, and then pretty much lived there until uh, I was about nineteen. Um, and then come to Devonport for a few years, moved to WA for a couple of years. Oh, that's a long um, way from Devonport. It is a long way from Devonport. Beautiful though, but, yeah, it long is. way. Um, come back to Penguin and now, yeah, and then been back in Devonport for yeah, about 18 years or something. So, yeah. What did you do when you left school? Um, what did I do? That's a long time ago. Yesterday. Uh, yes, no, I wish. <laughs> Um, I worked, or oh, I still sort of do, I've got a casual job on top of my full-time job, working on the Spirit of Tasmania um, as a door-based cleaner. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so done that, done it, yeah, pretty much just sort of left and done some cleaning work and, yeah. Yeah. yeah so and then, sh- I'm just trying to, uh, because those of us who are lay people and just go on the boat, to go on a trip. Shore-based cleaner, that means that you go on while the boats are shore and do the cleaning and then you get off so you don't have to stay on the boat at night or day or whatever. Is that correct? Yeah. So I only do double sails. So I just do it when it comes into port for the two hours and then turns around and goes back out. So yeah, I only do it. It's really only a seasonal um, gig. Oh, and they've Uh, got the, the, um, the day, night stuff going. Yeah, yeah. So I just go and do that, just a little bit of extra pocket money to put towards our holidays that we do. So, yeah. What else do you do? You said that was your 
second job. Job, yep. So I'm a property manager for a Roberts Real Estate. Oh, oh wow. You're yeah. a busy person. I am. It's going to be very interesting when I ask you how you fit in your writing with all of that. But anyway, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, when you were a kid, what was sport like and and exercise? How did you look at it? Okay, so I used to do dancing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as long as I can remember, I was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably and I taught it for a little while. Um, what sort? Uh, jazz, ballet, um, funk, disco, yep. back then it was called disco. I remember um, disco. Yeah, so it was good. I <laughs> uh, never did, never ran. I hate. I actually hated running when yep. I was a child, yet tried to, yep. you know, one of those children that when it was athletics carnivals, I was sick or, mm-hmm. you know, yep. uh, happy to do shot put and, you know, long jump, those types of things, but the running, no, it wasn't, no. wasn't me, no. So, And now I pay to run, so go figure. <laughs> doesn't add up does it no. <laughs> do you have kids you're I do have two grown girls uh, my yeah. baby is uh, 20 and my eldest is 25 oh lovely yeah do they run do they like or do they have the same hate thing with running when they were younger uh, my eldest tried it for a little while so she done it for a little while but no they're um not not really into to running um, and my oh. husband used to play Hockey, um, yeah. and they're not into that either. So, oh well. Oh, sometimes on the podcast, when I talk to mums, we talk about you know the example that we're providing to the kids, and that even if they choose not to adopt it, you know, right now or or even ever if they don't want to, there's something in a kid that they realise they're half their mum and half their dad, just at a really basic level. And so even if they don't do it now, it's something they know they can do, you know, even if they haven't experienced. So I, I always think we, we are giving them a bit of a gift, even if they don't choose to accept it all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> no. um, how did you start running? So we've, we've established that you're, you're a dancer and and obviously cleaning would have would have kept you quite fit. I've got a couple of friends who are runners um, and they, they clean and they find it's really good for keeping them fit. Hey? Yeah. It is. Um, but, yeah, I mainly got into running because I actually wanted to lose um, weight. Yeah. Um, so just did the, you know, run from one light post to the next, you know, gradually built it up. Um, but, yeah, that was really the initial got into it because it was, you know, back then it was a cheap way to, to get yeah. fit. Um, and it has changed. How long ago was that? Uh, I've only been running for about five, six years. Oh wow! Yeah, so not that long. Yeah, yeah. That's that's quite. Um, I mean, we'll get into it in a minute. But to go from from not running to, you know, you know, for me, I started in my twenties, and I'm now in my fifties. And the idea of even running a ten when I was in my thirties seemed a long way. And then by the time I got to my forties, I almost I was brave enough to do a few marathons. But it took a long time, and it was quite a gradual thing. So I'm always really interested when people what feels to me like. You know, they one day they started running and the next day they're running 100 kilometres. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> it's such, a, it's so amazing. So how did you, like, you started doing this, you know, running from post, post, you know, run, then walk, then run, then walk type of thing, I assume it was. Um, and then did you, did you enter events? How did that, how did that progress? Um, yeah, so still doing park run. Yeah. Uh, so that's always a. A great start for anyone that's sort of starting to to run. 
Um, and then correct my first – I don't do things in halves. So my first event was a half marathon, was the Cadbury Marathon. What? You see what I mean? I'm like, what? <laughs> so I think I was running for about nine months and went and ran my first marathon, uh, half amazing. marathon in two hours 15. So I was pretty really proud of myself good. for that. Yeah. Were you running for chocolate? Do you like chocolate? What's the? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> it's always about the chocolate, isn't it? It's always it? about the chocolate. Yes. Actually, now I'm feeling like some now. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you obviously enjoyed it, like that yes. half marathon adventure you know, with all the people around and, and what happens at an event. It's quite different from when you just go out and run a half marathon yourself. Absolutely. And I only ever trained by myself. Okay. Um, I, I never ran with anybody. Um, and then I got into a um, like a little run group on, on a Sunday morning and, you know, you meet people at Park Run. and um, Yeah, so I signed up to, you know, other events yeah. but then got the taste of trail and I try to avoid road now as much as possible. <laughs> I see you have a trail top on. Yes, yeah, UTA, yeah. Yeah, did when, the 50. When, when I 50? Mm-hmm. This, this year I think it was, isn't that terrible? The year's just going quick. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was this year, yeah. Yeah, Christmas is like tomorrow, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. <is> <laughs> so so tell me a bit more about your progression. So you went from the 21 and and obviously you're doing 50s now. Um, what else have you done without me? Um, so done a couple of 10s. Um, done Melbourne Marathon. That was my first marathon. Um, and yeah, it was it was okay. Yeah, the, the, going into the MCG is pretty cool, but yeah, yeah, running along um, Port Melbourne, not so great. <laughs> um, my so daughter lives there now. Yeah, my, oh, and, I, and I've done like um, I don't know seven Melbourne marathons, and every time I walk her dogs along Port Melbourne now, like I just get this sick feeling in my stomach. Because mm-hmm. that have doing it so many times in the marathon, and yeah. How, how I felt when I was at that point. Anyway, not the best bit out there. <laughs> um, and then yeah, got into trails. Um, just pretty much every weekend hit the trails. Um, done a few trail events. So um, our Tassie Trail Fest when it was down yeah. at Derby. Uh, oh, done that yeah. one. And what else? Oh, the um. Once down in Hobart, done the series there, the, the um, Hobart, Kenyani. Uh, the Kenyani. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, UTA, um, done Gone Nuts a couple of times. Um, I hated Gone Nuts. I remember the first time I did the 25Ks, I crossed the finish line and I said, I'm never doing that ever again. Wow. And then signed back up the following year to, you know, see if I could do a better time. So it was at mm. 25 you did the second time? You get 25 the second time and then uh, this year did the 50. Um, so we did like a relay in a, in the team mm-hmm. um, and me and a friend did 50 together and then let the other two do their 25 each. So, yeah, that's so good. I, literally about an hour ago I spoke to Michael um, <laughs> from oh, yeah. Gone Nuts <laughs> and he was explaining about the um, if you run multiple events over multiple years you get some mm-hmm. special Award. That means at the end of this one, you you will be up for that, won't you? Because you will have done no, the twenty five or fifty. No, I haven't done seventy five. Oh, well, not. You not said you te- think it was only three that you had to do. Oh, I think if you do the fifty, though, it's got to be just because we're in a, a team. Oh, not it. Oh. Probably doesn't count. 
Oh, that sucks. But I'm good friends with Spike, so I could probably hit him up anyway. Yeah, I was going to say. Come on, you're still in it. Anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like you've really adopted running in the last five, six years. Like it's become uh, yeah. a part of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Yeah, it's good. And what do you girls say now? Uh, they think I'm crazy. Uh, when I said I was signing up for the 101, um, yep, they pretty much said, what the hell, what are you doing? Um, but, you know, at the same time, they're like, you know, and, and they know how, how hard it is and, yeah, they um, they think it's kind of cool but still crazy, yeah. <laughs> I think, again, it's that um, being able to show by example that if you set your mind on something, even though it's hard, and you work out how to get there, you can do almost anything. And I think yeah. that, that's really powerful to show your children that as well, not to mention yourself. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it is, I think it's um, you got to be a bit selfish when you run. Yeah. It is about you. Um, yeah. yeah, and if you don't enjoy it, then I don't know, just, I just don't see the point to it. You've got yeah. to find something you love and then do it, yeah. So what do you think motivates you to keep doing it, Kelly? Um, the snacks. Oh, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we loved we love getting out exploring new trails. So I've got a, a, a girlfriend that we yeah. run pretty much every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting out exploring and just getting out in nature and the fresh air and yeah, it's it's just good to have that, I suppose, you time. Yeah. Um, start off from you know, the world around you and just get out and, and enjoy yourself for a couple of hours. Yeah. Are you listening to things when you're running? No, Obviously not when you're with your friend. <laughs> no, uh, no, but I normally, if I have to do a road run, yeah. no, definitely not. I don't. Uh, if I go for a walk, I listen to podcasts, but not when I run. I tend to just be, I like to be able to hear everything yeah. around me. Yeah. And what does your training look like? Like, do you train, like, you know, obviously on the weekend, because you said you catch up with your friends and do the trail and stuff. Do you, do you train much during the week as well? How does that? Yeah, so um, I've actually got myself a running coach um, and he's a bit of a trail nut himself, so that makes it uh, easy. He understands the, um, you know, the weirdness and he's done 101 too. So um, so I train five days a week, um, oh, so pretty much two interval sessions a week. Yep. And then um, one long run and then the other runs are a nice, easy, cruisy, um, you know, 45-minute run. So, yeah. And they're just around where you live? They, they tend to be or is it just how you fit it in? Just wherever I can fit it in. So, yeah, um, depending on that, you know, how many hours I'm working in the day. and um, But generally I get up in the morning just go out um but yeah the long runs we always try to go out on the trails to get them done so yeah do you use poles like some of these questions are just selfish trying to work out myself what (laughs) uh i've got poles we train for them when we do gta yeah and then they change the course and we were told not to take the poles that they were going to be um not very useful, yeah, because it was a, I tended to be a little bit more road than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't trained with them um, yet, but, yes, I'm going to have to get back in and, and start training for them because the plan will be to use them a lot. Okay. I've, I've literally just started training with 
my coach's polls recently and trying to decide, do I need these or not? But most people say when they get into these longer distances and the the trail up and downs that it is useful once you, as long as you know how to use them. Yeah. A friend of mine, she done the 101 um, and, yeah, she used the polls the whole time from oh, really? start. Yeah. Um, just sort of got herself into a rhythm and, yeah, yeah kept them. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah, so take it a little bit getting used to, but yeah, I need to practice. Yes, how do I? <laughs> <laughs> I need some more practice. I live just outside of Launceston, so I think the Trevallon Reserve will be my ah oh, perfect my practice place yeah. for that. Mm. Yeah, um, What are you hoping to get out of this big race that we've put ourselves in? Uh, to finish it, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and to finish it with a smile um, and I just want to be able to run like the last couple of hundred metres to yeah. make it look like. I ran yeah, that way. No. I ran that way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'm sort of using it a little bit as a trail, um, as a training run. Yeah. Uh, I've actually got a bigger goal for the following year. What? I know. How could I've, there be something bigger than that? It sounds so huge right now. <laughs> uh, have a look at Tarawera. Um, they've got a hundred miler. I, I've had, <sighs> I have actually had lots of people on the podcast who do the two hundred. You know the crazy ones on the mainland. Yes, I haven't heard. Where's where's um ter, where is Tarawera? Uh, based in so it's Rotorua in yeah. New Zealand. Oh, um, it's under the same banner as the UTA guys, and yeah. Um, even had someone talk about it, like a New Zealander on the podcast yeah. last year. It mm. looks amazing. So that's been on my my goal list for a couple of years. So that's what I've been aiming for. So oh. gone up to sort of I have to run 100Ks apparently a couple of times next year. So use it as a bit of a, a training run to tick oh, the legs so over. And oh, there's man. a little boat ride though on the 100 miler. So I'm just excited about the little boat ride. <laughs> I think you could probably pay 20 bucks and get a boat, right? <laughs> you probably could, but that's okay. <laughs> Is it because the spirit never leaves when you go on it? <laughs> Is it what you know oh, you're just no, no, just teasing I you. Don't, don't like that. <laughs> um, and it's not really the boat. It's not a typical boat thing that you're talking about, I don't think. The spirit no. versus the little boat ride. Little, little about. dingy type thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds amazing. I'm actually heading away next week for two weeks of bushwalking in New Zealand, which I've never been there, so I'm quite excited. You'll yeah. love it. No snakes. <laughs> yes, that's good. My husband actually got bitten by a snake last year and helicoptered off Shooting Island. Well, actually, oh, wow. Jan- January this year, yeah. It was a dry bite, thankfully, but he had to go through the whole process of getting flown to hospital in Hobart and all sorts of stuff. Anyway, no, you you love New Zealand; <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, we're off to do three capes next week. Um, oh, for three days, we're hiking it. So, yeah, touch wood. There won't be too many of the little slurry lizards out there. Oh, I don't worry about them too much, but yeah. I know people who do. They freak out quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't don't cope with them at all. Oh, really? And you come across a few. Yes, I'm not. Well, let me tell you this story <laughs> about the three capes track. Actually, oh um, god. <laughs> I, I took my two of my two daughters, and we went we went and walked that um two years ago. Yeah, sort of just after COVID, and we were in the last hut, 
and my daughter who has worked in the mines and she's big and tough and she talks a lot and and whatever and <laughs> she was I just heard her yell mum 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 came running out of the hut and um, she said why didn't you tell me snakes can go up trees and so she's watching this snake by then everyone was because they all oh. heard her so they're all watching this snake yeah. go up the tree and she said something about she'd always thought when a snake was coming after her she'd climb a tree because they couldn't climb trees <laughs> and now she saw this snake climbing a tree she was devastated she was like 28 at the time telling me that. It was quite funny. What am I, what am I going to do now? Exactly. Yeah. What am I going to yeah, do now when snake chases me? Not a fan of them. And I would, I, yeah, terrible. I would be with her trying to get up a tree. <laughs> Take your welcome poles. They'll be, they might be useful. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, it's beautiful over there. Um, all right, back to the right. How do you fit it in? Like you've all this training, obviously you've got great big goals ahead of you. How do you how do you fit in all the training? Like you, was it five times a week, and you've got two jobs? Yep. So um, I just get up early. I generally try during the weekday um, running about between half past five and six. Yep. Um, but the ones during the day um, weekday are only a maximum of an hour. So mm-hmm. you know, home, pretty much shower, do yes. you know clean your house and get out the door. Um, And then over summer on the weekends, um, if I'm working on the ship, um, we go for a trail run after I finish. So I'm normally off by about 10 in the morning and then we go and hit the trails for a couple of hours. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, know, if you want to do it, you just do it. You find time to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, try and do some night runs, some, you know, afternoon runs as much as I don't like them. I'm generally, you know, just want to get home and sit on the couch and do nothing. But, yeah, um, yeah sometimes we just go out and, you know, try and hit the trials of an afternoon and get done then. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. What do you think motivates you? Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just a habit, I think, now. It's just trying to see how far you can push yourself, I suppose. Um I don't do the whole speed thing. I'm not, you know, yeah. I don't run for speed or for PBs or I just do it just purely because I enjoy it and just love yeah. being out on the trail. So, yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's my only motivation is just to get out and enjoy it while I can, I suppose, while you, I'm still capable of being able to, to run. And you think it's such a part of your identity now? Yes, yeah. Someone who hated running many, yeah. many years ago. And if anyone told me I'd run 50Ks, you know, 10 years ago, I would have gone, oh, hell no, it's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, That's yeah, so I think you just, you know, you find something, you know, as you, your life changes yeah. and your goals change and yeah, just a bit of a re perspective in things, I suppose. Yeah. What do you think yeah. it's giving you? What do you think it's giving you a life? Uh, definitely, I mean, health and fitness, mm. absolutely. Um, more clarity. Yeah. Um, but when you're working over summer a lot, you get a bit, you know, tired and grumpy and crabby. And if I go out for a run, I tend to just tend to clear my head and I come back slightly less stressed. <laughs> less grumpy. <laughs> less grumpy, yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. Some people have explained it on the podcast where they run from run from work to home and how it's a bit like if they'd gone straight home, 
they would have bought all the annoying things from work go home with them but if they run home they leave it all out there on the road it's kind of like a really nice way to explain it Mm. absolutely yeah I think it's nice to yeah I think it just clears your head and yeah just helps you get through the day yeah love it all right now we're going to be talking to you every month until March Mm -hmm. we see how we're going with our training keeping all of us accountable um, before we wrap up this episode, though, Kelly, is there anything about the run? I mean, it's, I'm lucky because quite a few of you have done some version of it already, so you're kind of familiar mm-hmm. with it, that you'd like to share with people that, you know, might be thinking about signing up, for example, that we haven't talked about already. Um, it's it's just unique. Um, it is, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky enough now that I've been able to do every stage of the of the event. Um and it's all just stunning. Like there's so many different aspects of it. You start when the sun's coming up and um, wherever you start from, is it's just beautiful. Yeah, there's no um, no other run like it. You know, go, go across farmland that you can't normally access and yeah. that's got the best views along there. Um, the hills are nasty, but that's okay. <laughs> the views make up for it. The views make up for it. That's right. Get to the top, have a snack, move on. You'll be all right. Yeah, because you will. Yeah. You will have earned it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, just yeah, it's just the views, just and the experience, and everyone's lovely. Yeah. All the you know the volunteers and you know all the runners. Everyone's really supportive. Um, it's yeah, it's great. Awesome. All right. Well, now you're making me want to do it. So that's good. We started off with you saying right. how you did the first one and never want to do it again. And then yeah. you then you did. But um, now you make me want to do it. So thank you. You'll love it. <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. We will talk to you in a month's time. Thanks, Kelly. Look forward to it. And just like that, we're off to a running start. A huge thank you to our courageous runners for sharing their stories and to you, our listeners, for joining us on this epic adventure. Remember, it's not just about the finish line. It's about the journey, the community and the moments of clarity along the way. Keep rooting for our runners and tune in for their regular monthly check-ins to see how their training is unfolding. And if you're enjoying this series, we'd love to hear from you. Why not leave us a review? and share the podcast with your friends. Let's all go a little nuts together.